Because I wake up in the middle of the night thinking I'm getting pissed on. Really? <laughs> nah, see, so that's okay. Yeah, so. And then, like, Georgie, <laughs> and then just, looked, yeah. Georgie tells me to go back, go back to sleep, and I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> and open your mouth a little bit? No, that's disgusting. <laughs> Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, episode 33. I'm Zach Jackson. I'm with Kieran Rabouge. Hello. And Jordan Garcia. Hello. Only a three man pod- podcast this week. Uh, I'm other, a Yeah, the other usual fellows are a bit sick, so we hope we get that uh, they get better. Yeah, no, 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 none of that gripping vacuum update this week, unfortunately. Dang. Unfortunate, unfortunate. Uh, so yeah, we've got just the three of us this week. Um, got a good topic to talk about. Next gen, because it's uh, hot on everyone's lips at the moment. But before we get into it, how are you guys? Pretty good. Yeah, Not bad. Pretty good. I, I just want to point out, though, I'm proud of you, Zach. Three weeks in a row where you haven't messed up the intro. Well, I, I did stuff up a little part after the intro. But, yeah, uh, but that, that doesn't count. The Pillow uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's start again. We'll try to get this stuff up. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I think I found the spot, you know, whatever that means. I've just found you it. you got your rhythm. That's what it's it is. It's taking you this long in your life to find the spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mate, I told you, it's after I bought that $69 Kmart sucking machine. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I've hit the spot. The the suck to Wendell sucks. That's it. Um, yeah, cool. So, everyone's good. Uh, Jordan, yeah. how's the, how's the uh, air quality and the situation near you? Uh, it hasn't been that bad recently. Uh, it's been clearing up a bit. I'm finally starting to see sunlight, which is nice. I've missed it. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's looking like things are kind of calming down, which is nice. Because my God, over like December, it was just a nightmare. Is it going to be hot this week? So for the record, we're f- filming. Filming. We're recording <laughs> on Tuesday. Uh, I don't know that later this week. It's going to be, I think, 37 on Thursday here in Melbourne and then 41 to 43 or something on Friday. So it's know. going to be... Let's see. Balls. Hey, Siri, what's the forecast for the week? Uh, oh, God, 42 on Saturday. Hell yeah. How good. Oh, I'm not man. sure what's going to be on Saturday here. I was too scared to look past Oh, Friday. man. It was so hot during our break. Like, it was so hot here one day. That I was still hot and sweating while the air conditioner was on. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, it's rough. Do you, um... Completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> you say, do you even game, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of, of aircon do you have? Do you have one in your room? Uh, yeah, we got ducted for upstairs. Nice. That's beautiful. Karen, how's your house? I know that you've got aircon in one room, yeah? Uh, yeah, we've he's got, got air- He's got two doors as well. <laughs> we've, got, um, we've got aircon in the uh, like the main living area, just like a split system. So um, if it yeah, if it gets 
if it gets too hot, I, uh, I tend to sleep in the lounge room. Question about your apartment and the doors, because yeah, so because <laughs> I'm reacquainted with with apartment living, but yeah, people in the morning, man, just fucking. I guess they just don't have any awareness that it's like five thirty in the morning and they just slam their front doors. Yeah, I don't know. It's not too bad here, but um, like I think it's yeah. part part people not being aware, part. The doors close really loudly here. Yeah, fair enough. And, uh, Are they like the uh, the heavy like fireproof doors? I don't know. A it's, lot of it's a fairly new building, isn't it? What's that? You're in a fairly new building. Yeah. Yeah, I think it it would be those heavy doors. Yeah, it yeah. just that like, no, that explains it. It's really hard to close those quietly. Yeah, like I know that when I leave in the morning, so I leave about quarter past six or ten past six. Like I yeah, I try and close it as softly as possible, but yeah, just. It's pretty loud, but yeah, there's people who just don't, they just let it close behind them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. At our um, at our last place, the the guy that lived like beneath us would like close his door, like open and close his door like 10 times just to make sure it was properly locked. Oh, wow. So like every morning at six o'clock, it was just like, do-doom, 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 over and over. It was like... It was where the did, worst. Where did he live? I might have to move in there because that sounds. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, nah, it's it's not too bad where I am now. The, the actually the the people that live above us just moved out today, and I'm really sad because the they were both musicians. One was an opera singer, and oh, one really? guy like played guitar and piano. So we used to just hear like sick music. Well, all if the you time. want, I can move in above you and play you know really loud music very poorly. Uh no. Fair. I'm alright. Um. I think you got pretty good soundproofing here. I've only I've ever heard the people upstairs, uh, inside the house. Like I've really no, nah, like I've heard their dog bark, but I think it's because it's out on the balcony. Um, but yeah, like, Damn. like people walking and TVs and stuff. Yeah, haven't heard a. You're heard, lucky. Haven't Our walls a... are alright, but like the ceilings and the floors are thin as like. The week, I'm pretty sure the people above us I'm pretty sure their toilet is like right above our bedroom Because I wake up in the middle of the night thinking I'm getting pissed on Really? <laughs> nah, see, that's okay yeah, so. And then like Georgie, and then just, looked, yeah. Georgie tells me to go back, go back to sleep And I'm like, alright, cool <laughs> And open your mouth a little bit? No, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I think we got the opposite I think we got, not. I wouldn't say thin walls um, But yeah, we've definitely got good proofing uh, on the ceiling But yeah the um the walls are a bit not as soundproofed, or it seems. So it's t- not tell me, have you uh have either of you heard your uh the other people in your apartments uh you know Vacuums? making love, a vacuum into oh, yeah? Um, actually, I I have heard one person vacuum. Um, was it Adam? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I have not heard any treasures of Nadia uh, <laughs> going on around me. <laughs> Um, that that's what we shall refer to it from here on Treasures and Nadia <laughs> which I think is a good thing I'm not having yeah probably yet. Uh, you want to hear people treasuring Nadia speaking <laughs> well I mean having a thing about who lives nearby or you know in like next door and stuff here yeah, nah, I think it's a good thing anyway. wow actually here, right, here's a official good question on the podcast. For you. okay Jackson so here's, here's a good ugly. question for you Zach old man. Would, you, would you rather if you had to hear People in the different apartments, you know, playing treasures and Nadia. Tre- tre- playing treasures and Nadia. <laughs> would you prefer if they were like 
friends, so people that you knew, you knew and you could actually visualize it, or people you'd never seen before, so you don't really have to visualize it. Just gotta go with A. You gotta go I with A. Right. What, what about you, Kieran? <laughs> <laughs> I um, no, definitely A because I know that it would also work in reverse and they'd be visualizing me. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and also, you, like, you kind of know that if, like, if you know who they are, you kind of can gauge how long it's going to take. So, <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you know, you can just see someone and you go, it'll be done in a few minutes. You, you, oh, that's Zach. It's got to go for 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, what up, man? Long, long time no see. Still averaging 60 seconds? Yeah, cool. <laughs> You, you like see them in the morning. Hey man, a full minute. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, well, record. Well, not well record, but you know, personal personal record. Speaking of that, how long? No, actually, no, we won't go to that. Uh, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> this has gone on long enough. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, for, that's for the next generation talk. It's that's... for our next gen wish list. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so apart from Kieran, who I know has been playing a review game, uh, or actually a couple, sort of, uh, has anybody been playing anything, or have you been playing anything that's not review-wise, Kieran? Um, yeah, I've been playing a fair amount of uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 lately, actually. Ooh. Because I, I, sh- I should have waited and pledged it, but yeah, I wanted to knock that one off my backlog, so... I've been, I'm getting stuck into that, so, and also so what you should have done is not said you were playing it, and then pledged and then it, pledged and then like it, the and next then week finished it. Yeah, yeah, and the next week like yeah, I'm done with it. Trust me, I thought heavily about doing that, but the <laughs> sanctity of the pledge the is too important. I was going to do the same with Gris, but I was like, no, I'll wait till I can actually pledge it properly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been playing a bit of that and really, really enjoying it, and also the uh, Kingdom Hearts three DLC that came out recently. Oh yeah. Um, which I yeah played through in an afternoon, and that was it was cool, it was fine. Nice. Is it um, is that more story DLC or is that just a sort of yeah? Uh, yeah. It's um, bit? it's basically I don't know. It's kind of a weird one because it it's it's basically the end of the game a second time, but with added stuff. Yeah, from um, from what I've read, it's like it's supposed to like clarify things but all it does is confuse you more yeah a hundred percent um i like like the already confusing you know kingdom hearts lore coupled with the fact that it's been a full year since i finished the game and the dlc like literally just drops you straight into like the final part of the game and like straight away people are just talking about things that i'm like i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) right now at all um but yeah, it's cool. There's some cool bonus stuff and some cool teasers of future stuff, so... Nice. Yeah, and a photo mode where you get to pose all the characters and do stupid shit. So See, that's convinced me to edit the photo mode. Yeah. That's it. Would you play... <clears throat> no. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, but instead of, instead of Disney, it's Looney Tunes. Uh, oh. That's that's a good question. That's actually, that's actually, actually a, a very really good, good question. question. <laughs> I was nearly going to hold that because I've spoken to Kieran about uh, what what we're going to do when we have a like a like a uh, like a dud week for like news or topics. I've got yeah, to, oh, okay. to, yeah. I was nearly going to be like, oh, now I should say that, but then the way what we're going to do is going to work probably won't line up like that. But yeah, so yeah, what do you reckon? Um, 
I would definitely, I'd definitely play that. Yeah. Maybe. See? But maybe, it comes to PC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good. That would take a lot. Just patching all of the Disney shit. Making it Looney Tunes. <laughs> well, as far as I know, I don't know if they behave the same anymore because they changed the entrance. But I know in Kingdom Hearts 2, if you replaced, I think it was either Sora's or Donald, or, yeah, Donald Duck's uh, model, the game will just freak out because like the animations are so finely tuned to those models that if anything goes outside of those bounds, it just starts going crazy. So yeah. I wonder if they, they coded... Well, it's unreal uh, now, right? Yeah, but I wonder if they coded 3 to be the same. Maybe. It'd be interesting. Right. Um, yeah, I'd play that. Question without notice then. Who is your mm. favourite Looney Tune? Ooh. I... want to say Taz. Okay. But... Yeah, but. I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Well, I'm a Wiley Coyote boy. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna. Say, did you play the the Wiley Coyote game on the PS One? Oh, Sheepdog and Wolf. Yes. 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 So good. I used to love that fucking game. A quick Google. What's it called Sheepdog and Wolf? Uh, I think it was called it called something else in other regions, maybe. Kind of uh, like how Rapid yeah, Racing is called Turbo Prop Racing. I've got Ralph Wolf and Sam Sheepdog. Ah, oh, Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian? That's who I'm forgetting. Yeah, I was into anything space related as a kid, so I used to watch a lot of him. Oh, it's cool, good because that translated into your love of space themed hentai. Yeah, exactly. How that's where it started. How about, how about uh, Space Jam? Space Jam? <laughs> I mean, that counts, yeah. Such a good film. Yes, I hope they make a second one. Although they are making a second one, yeah. I guess so. Anyway, um, Jordan, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I finished Kakarot for the review, so that it should be out soon. W- was uh, it crap? But more or less, kind of, yeah. Yeah, nice. Truth be told, um, but outside of that, I've just been uh playing uh some of the Pokemon games. So I just finished Pokemon Moon. Uh, oh, yeah. And then I'm also playing Pokemon Soul Silver. All right, question for you: Would yeah. you play Pokemon game if they replaced all the Pokemon <laughs> with Looney Tunes? I, I never knew that there were like 800 Looney Tunes characters, oh, but if they, they did, fucking absolutely, yeah. <laughs> let, let me guess: like one of the like hardest Pokemon to catch is Roadrunner, because like you uh-huh. encounter it, it runs off. Yeah, nice. Um. Pokemon Moon, is that uh, on the Game Boy? No, it's on the 3DS. Nice. Uh, and, then <laughs> the, and the other thing I've been playing is uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, because the, uh, the new event came out, and I'm like, oh man, cool. I get some like cool space spacey-looking shit in Monster Hunter? Fuck yeah. So, I've been loving it. Yeah, yeah. space is dope. Yeah, exactly. Have you played it uh, who they put, are, are they, you going to ask me now? You know, if they would, would I play a Monster Hunter <laughs> game where the monsters are actually from Looney Tunes? Would you, would you play that though? Yes. Uh, no, I was going to say, <laughs> have you played as Alloy? Aloy. That's who, that's who they put in the game, yeah? 
uh, on the PS4 version, yes, oh, okay, I have right, played okay. as her. Uh, but I mostly play on the PC version, so I currently only have uh, Siri, Geralt, and Bayek. Oh, okay, because I was I was gonna ask if it was old mate Big G, but um, I didn't think he was in it. I thought, yeah, okay. If you could put any character in Monster Hunter, who would it be? Ooh, I think I'll do the the guy from Bloodborne. The Bloodborne, the Bloodborne Hunter. His his armor suits Monster Hunter really well, so I think it would be a, it would be a good mix. And you know, for a crossover event, like the first boss you fight in the game would translate almost perfectly to Monster Hunter as well. So, you know, they they have some properties to crossover with. Nice. Uh, I've been playing Dick All. Um, I love nice. that game. I've not had a chance to play anything. Uh, Did yeah. you get the deluxe edition of Dick All or just the regular collectors map? Oh, collectors! Yeah, with the, so you got a you got a big phallic statue. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I did, I, well, actually, that's a lie. I flat out lied to you, to, to uh, everybody there. I have been playing, been playing something for uh, review, which I can't talk right. about yet, but, um, so you, so you played Dick some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apart from that, I've not played anything, no. I've been wanting to play more Sea of Solitude, uh, and... And Treasures of Nadia. <laughs> I've not gone back and played Treasures of Nadia. <laughs> Uh, what, what's the other game I was playing? Vampire Diary. Oh, fuck, what did it do again? <laughs> Vampire, um, Vampire the Masquerade. Vampire Masquerade. Coitus in New York. Coitus in New York, that's it, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I have wanted to go back and play it, but yeah, no, I haven't had a chance. Um, but I'm going to try and play yeah, some more of something that's not review-wise this week. But uh, actually, no, I've got a lot of stuff to play for review, so probably not going Anyway, uh, Kieran, you... I've been playing Speaking Simulator for review, which launches on the twenty sorry, on the thirtieth here yes. in Australia. That's an Australian game from a, uh, from Affable Games, who are based yes. in Brisbane, if I'm remembering correctly. I think so, um, yeah. Yeah, we covered them for our Made in Australia segment uh, the middle of last year or something like mm. like that. Um, yeah, you've been playing it, so tell us what you think. Um, I, uh, I think of all the, like, joke sim games that I've played, um, you know, like your, your goat simulator and your surgeon simulator and all that kind of stuff. I think out of all those, it's my favorite. Um. Obviously, you haven't played Butter Cutting Simulator. I haven't played Butter Cutting Simulator. (laughs) So, you know, I might might change my tone if I ever get around to playing that. Um. (laughs) But yeah, it's, um. Yeah, like, beyond just being silly, I mean, I guess to, to give a, a brief overview of the game, it's essentially you're playing as, a, as an android that's posing as a human and you, you've got to, each level is a conversation with a, with a human being where you've, you've got to make all of your androids, like, tongue and mouth and facial movements to sound out the words that are in its, in its dialogue box. Um, and it's, um, it's not, like, as complex as that. Like, you're not you don't have to accurately like form different syllables and stuff. It's just kind of playing along with button prompts, but um, yeah, it's just like, it's very goofy and the dialogue is really, really well written. And, you know, just watching your character's face fall apart as you fuck up is pretty funny. Um, but uh, yeah, like the, as, as the review would have come out by the time this, this goes to air, I guess, but yeah, as, as a sort of written in the review, the, 
only real downside to it is it's kind of light on content i guess it's like 10 levels and they all go for maybe just a couple minutes each um and like there's the, the i guess the one joke really in the whole thing and that's that's pretty much it but you you managed to play like a little bit of it, yeah, Zach. Yeah, I've done sort of the t- the tutorial, if you want to call it that, I guess. Yeah. The, yeah, the first conversation and yeah, like I remember playing it at PAX. I don't know if we played it last year. I think it might have been two thousand. It might have been the year before. In, yeah. I that we played it, and when we were sort of in that um, event environment, you know, with people around and you know everyone sort of having a bit of a laugh and yeah, that it kind of made it fun. Um, yeah it's um it's 100 percent the kind of game you'd want to play like in a social situation whether that's like you know after a few drinks with your friends around or on twitch you know with people watching um it's not yeah it's not the kind of thing you'd like sit down for a couple of hours and just yeah. like play through and i think that's where i sort of hit a bit of a wall yeah um, that's what makes it hard to review a game like that as well yeah because i like got it and i i got it at the, um, the same time as you i was like oh, yeah, i'll you know i'll give it a give it a bit of a crack and have a bit of a laugh and i was like after about 10 minutes i was like yeah like um yeah uh, yeah like i'm done kind yeah of thing. Not, to, like, not done fully but yeah, i was just done at that time yeah to be fair like as you get deeper in um you start unlocking more like things that you have to take care of in the conversations as well like mm. your eyes and eyebrows and like where you're looking and uh yeah. your facial expressions and stuff as well so it does get like it gets quite challenging um which kind of like makes the i guess the the levels play out a lot funnier as well because you yeah like knocking your teeth out and your eyes are falling out and all that kind of stuff but um, yeah i think i i think i struggled with the first part um okay but I, but maybe I just really, shit that's why you don't like it but i didn't really do the i sort of so i gave it to i got my um girlfriend to play it and yeah. she was just like, oh, I've had enough now. You can play. So I just sort of stepped in halfway through this conversation. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think I have to go back and start and maybe get like um, like the control sort of tutorial kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of was working it out, but then I just was kind of like, oh, like got other things I kind of want to do. And that's when I went yeah. and played Vampires of Coitus or whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, there's, a, um, there's a lot of good satire. Like the dialogue is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's lots of good satire, lots of really good jokes, you know, given the situation of like mm. pretending to be a human being and stuff. There's lots of really pointed humor, but um, yeah, it's um, I think like the only, I guess the only like the the biggest downside for me is the the price, which we spoke about as well. Um, yeah, which like on the bucks. on the yeah on the Switch where I played it, I'm not 100 percent sure about PC, but on the Switch it's you know 28 bucks Australian, which is um obviously like you know it's it's priced to what they think is fair for the work they've put in but it's also a lot for what it is Mm. um but i mean yeah it's it's a cool game i like i like it um and it's good to see like it's it's been gaining quite a lot of traction online and stuff since they um first started showing it off which is nice to see from a local dev yeah i think i do remember one thing that we spoke to them about uh, I think it was in the Made in Australia thing is just how um, this game or the technology not so much the technology but the techniques or whatever behind it is helping somewhat with people who have speech problems I think um, I might have to go back and clarify exactly what I'm, what I'm talking about because I don't quite remember exactly but I do remember them saying that they yeah some of the hang on let me go find it um, 
Yeah, that some of the mechanics... Like, indirectly, are... yeah. Like, not from the game, but just from, like, the, yeah, the tech that they've made. Or, like, the... Yeah. So, the question was, do you believe there are any medical benefits that Speaking Simulator can provide? We've been asked this by a few people, and it's taken me by surprise. While we're doing... While we're demoing the game at PAX Oz, some scientists from CSIRO were really interested in using it for speech or chewing studies, which we both thought was... Really odd. But then we had a few other medical bodies suggest that it could be used to help with speech therapy or language learning. And others thought it was a great game for people with autism or other social difficulties. It wasn't something that occurred to us when we were originally creating the game, but now we're really open to the idea of working with... Oh, then the, the, the sentence just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess with people. Um, yeah, yeah, hmm. so, yeah so, that, so that's pretty cool. Just hopefully no one's eyes fall out of their head. Um, yeah. yeah if yeah, that's no, the cool. problem they're having we probably can't fix it with this are you I think uh, you gave it a score a yeah you gave it a 7 um, very nice very nice indeed uh, yeah I think it'd be yeah, one of those games that you definitely do play with other people um, yeah yeah for sure unless you're like Kieran who plays Portal 2 by himself um, other Kieran not me not, not Kieran. yeah sorry uh, other Kieran KS uh, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, nice. Uh, and the other game that you've played, but not for review, but you did uh, you did sort of ride the coattails of Adam a bit, was uh, Journey to the Savage Planet. Yes. Uh, which our review came out about an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, we gave it a 7.5. 7.5, sorry, I should say. Um, what do you think? How, how much of that have you played? So I, my experience of that is a little bit a little bit odd because I've played maybe an hour or two hours by myself from the beginning of the game, but then um I uh, I jumped in to play with Adam a bit before he'd written his review so we could get a feel for the for the co-op, mm. um and when I did that he was at the end of the game. All oh, right. Um, so like so literally in the, the last area. So I've seen the ending. I finished. The, I actually killed the last boss in his game. Mm. So did you um, let him to go like these are fucking spoilers, mate? <laughs> um, like yeah, like I, neither of us knew the last boss was going to happen when it happened, but yeah, like it was literally the last area. Um, so that was interesting because I kind of got like a, a a brief taste of of like you know all the final upgrades and stuff because when you play co-op, um, the second person doesn't you know they're not playing their game they're they're specifically playing your game um so they they get cloned a clone of your character with all your upgrades and stuff um so yeah i went from being basically still in the sort of tutorial stages to having access to everything which is interesting um but it's a cool like yeah it's a really cool chill kind of exploration game with like splashes of you know metroid prime in it where you're running around scanning things and getting new abilities to go scan more things um and it's visually very cool like i, I quite like it hmm. it's made by i know it's published by 505 games mm. uh, who's it made by do you remember i don't remember the developers yeah i did i, I looked at it about bloody yeah i should remember it because i literally looked it up multiple times uh let's have a look at this review typhoon, typhoon studios. studios yeah i know actually i'm not yeah, cool. <clears throat> if I had to take a guess, I'd say they're probably the developer of Journey to the Savage Planet. I think so, but yeah. I, I, I could be guess. wrong. I think I'll have to Google it again. <laughs> Just double check. 
yeah, just yeah. But um, yeah, another game with actually like really really good humor as well. It's got lots of um, live action like silly satirical adverts and stuff that play inside your ship, which are um, all really gross and fantastic. Yeah, cool. Um, it looks like it's really colorful. Um, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's got a cool kind of visual style. I need. We need more colorful games. It looks. Um... Uh, nah, <laughs> nah. Because I don't know what I'm gonna say. I do know, but I can't. I can't think of the name. Um, oh yeah. So that doesn't help anybody who's listening. Nice. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, Adam's little synopsis here was that exploring the colourful, strange, entertaining. Ti- I can never say this word. Titular. Tit- uh, <laughs> titular. Titular planet is a blast when combined with. With a progression system that keeps things moving at a steady pace, with only a few stumbling blocks that threaten to derail the experience along the way. Seven point five out of ten. Uh, shout out to Five Hundred Five Games for giving us that code. Jordan, you gonna get on this at all? It looks interesting. I I might give it a go when I see it on sale or something. I feel like you like it. Yeah, it looks well, like that. That that, that sells me now. I'm gonna get it. Well. <laughs> It's not like a huge commitment either. Yeah, like it's probably like six, seven hours. I think. Is it like the Outer Worlds? No. No, no. That's. I think that's the game I was thinking of because of the color. I. I. Yeah. I think a lot of people who've like, you know, sort of glanced at it have said that. But yeah. um, I guess it is that kind of like yeah, very over the top, colorful sci-fi feel. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's the first review for the year, isn't it? I think. Is it? Yeah, it is. That's our wow. first review. Yeah, it's been that long. Days. January's slow. Yeah. Well, I've got Jesus. one in the bank, which I haven't fully finished. Tools up. Oh, yeah. Um, that I've can... had like 500 words that I've written for like three weeks, but I just haven't got time to finish it. Um, cool. All right, let's move on to our main topic, unless... Jordan, you got any questions about Savage Planet, Savage Garden? Uh, yeah, can you get me a free copy? <laughs> no, I actually don't have any constructive questions. Nice. No, I cannot. Do you have uh, anything more to say about Vampire Diaries? Yeah. Zach? How's the uh, coitus in, in New York or whatever? I actually, I really like that game. I don't know why. I'm kind of sucked in. I think I'm a huge visual novel fan. I've played 10 minutes of one and I love them. Mate, I'm... I can give you a bunch <laughs> of your visual novels to change your mind. <laughs> um, I think I might have to play... Uh, Necro Brewster now. I reckon Zach should play uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah. Well, is would you it's say free. Treasures of Narnia is like a visual do- visual novel? Yeah, kind of. It told it, if yeah. it told a story. Like yeah, it did. It was visual. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, G- games are just visual novels. That's yeah, it. Nice. Uh, I guess yeah. Well, I guess well, while we're on the topic of. Necro Brewster. Today, Karen and I, uh, we published a, a joint little, little article about nine games coming from Aussie studios that we're all keen for. Well, not we're all keen for, sorry, that, that we're both keen for. Uh, yeah, there's some cool games coming out this year. I know that we sort of didn't really talk about the Aussie games much when we did our uh, most anticipated, but um, the games that uh, that I did uh, spoke about was Wayward Strand, Moving Out, 
where the snow settles from the little Tassie studio and Dead, yeah, Dead Static Drive and AFL Evolution 2, which actually I think I did mention. Uh, and Kieran, you went with ne- Necograms, uh, Necrocrista mm-hmm. Al- Aluri? Aluri? Um, yeah, Aluri, I think. Yeah. yeah. And Way to the Woods. Yeah. Which I didn't realize was done by one dude. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know the specifics of that. Like, I'm, I'm sure there's there's other people with their hands on the development in some capacity. But yeah, for the most part, it's just um, just the one guy, Anthony Tan. He started when he was 16. Like, started actually, you know, showing the game when he was yeah. only 16. It's pretty That's crazy awesome. that it went from that to being, you know, on at E3 2019. Yeah, with Xbox, yeah. Well, if, yeah, yeah. If, that, yeah. if that's the case, Dylan, if you're listening, where's your game, mate? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Stop buddy drinking so, coffee and reading textbooks. Yeah. <laughs> and make something happen, mate. And have a non-RGB RAM. That's it. Uh, yeah, I think none of these games have release dates, though. The old has pretty much got 2020. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, early think, days. And that, that was that was tough, too, because there's a lot of other really good Aussie yeah, games, you know, yeah. in development that don't even have a... 2020. A solid label, 2020, yeah. 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 Um, I think the only one that really does have a sort of relatively firm date is Necro Bristol, which I believe is coming in the in Q1 uh, this year for, for PC. <laughs> Thank God you didn't uh, put it down as like came out last year or anything, hey? <laughs> um, yeah, because I was reading <laughs> one of the... I was reading a blog post last night just before we pu- uh, published it that um, yeah, it says that it, it'll pretty, it would take like a miracle... Well, not a miracle, sorry. It would take like a, you know, a disaster for it not to um, release in Q1. Uh, nice. Yeah. All right, um, so, excuse me, this week we're going to talk about next-gen consoles and mm. what we want from them, mm. if we want anything. Do we even want them? Uh, and Ooh. then we'll have a little couple of questions uh, where we give our price predictions and who will launch first, who will come out of the gate first. So, where do you guys want to start? Do you want to just talk about one console or just talk about them both in general or you know like from the playstation you want this or just i think everything that i i, I want from from one next from the generation other. is from the generation in general yeah, yeah like just a one or the other or both or even i, I just want an ouya too yeah <laughs> yeah we can talk about that yeah um all right well who wants to kick it off um i'll actually i will because you're the host. I'm the host. Yeah, and I've got and I've got one. I want the Xbox One, not one Xbox Series X. Two. Mm. I was gonna say Xbox One came out ages ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> two. I, he still wants it to have some. Nah, it's because I wrote it in the in the doc here <laughs> as Xbox One Series PC X, um, and I read that <clears throat> first. Uh, yeah, I want the Xbox Series Series X to not have a shit UI. Um, oh, that's my yes. dream. And I'm like, fuck off with that Windows 10 hybrid thing. Whatever it is, it's too cluttered. Just keep it simple. Just, yeah. I don't know. Yep. Just clean. Make it clean yep. and simple. I, I, I quite like uh, when you push the, the Xbox, uh, the icon button, that little thing that pops up. Like, like I, I, I do quite like that, but they, but they need the main screen uh, or menu or whatever yeah. to uh yeah to be less full of just everything yeah it's less, too less much cluttered. at once and it's not responsive right. yeah 
I think probably the the thing they could do the best next gen with the UI is not change it every six months as well. Yeah, because they like, change it every three months. That makes yeah. It more, <laughs> yeah, it was when they had that big huge update. Uh, it, was it when the X came out that, that they had that change? Yeah. Yeah. They've had a few. Or the one X. Like some bigger than others, but like they've moved things around multiple times. I I, I do remember. I, I'm pretty sure I recall when the X came out. They made a big UI change, and then it was frying some of the older xboxes because of the changes they'd made specifically for the x so hopefully that they don't sense. do something like that <laughs> uh, that wouldn't be very nice yeah good one yeah nice uh who wants to go next you guys can choose between you two i'll um i'll follow that up with something that's uh, semi-related yeah um and it's it's definitely like a next gen wish but also something that i you know would be happy to have even in the current generation um and that's more control over game updates and one of those things is that i would like to be able to choose to download updates for games that i don't own yet oh yeah cool um so for example i if i go to you know my local game store and decide to pick up a game i want to be able to jump on my phone yeah and be like yo i'm about to purchase this game let me download the updates mm. now so that yeah, they're like, ready for me when i get home or if you go yeah if, if you go into like the yeah the psn store and you go to like a game and it's, you know how there's always like extra add-ons you can you know you can, yeah if there's dlc or stuff there's a little yeah there just like, like the thing for the latest update yeah, and yeah. just download it yeah yeah something cool. like that i like that. um and and the other one would be the ability to disable auto updates for games that I haven't played in a while. Doesn't it do that? I, I think you can do that. Yeah, it does I think do that, man. I I noticed my PlayStation doing that lately. Um, yeah, I I think you can set it so if you haven't played it within like a thirty or sixty day period, it won't update it. Yeah, but uh, I guess I guess finer control over that. So like being able to switch off individual games and stuff yeah, as well like on a, a per game basis. Just yeah. just a general like a well, general think, yeah. better. Because I think it does. Because mine, I remember there, there was a couple times, twice in a row. I don't remember. I don't recall the games, but yeah, I was like, okay, cool. I might play. I think might have. I think one might have been Dishonored Two. Yeah, like, All right, I'm gonna play Dishonored Two. You know, I haven't touched it for like ages. Um, yeah, and I had like a huge ass update and i was like okay cool while while like while that's doing its thing i'll play something else and i you know i was like you need to update this as well i was like Fuck. yeah yeah so yeah like i've i've had that a couple of times on mine as well but you know if, if i could you know maybe set a game to not do that or yeah you know set a game to not auto update at all individually of everything else why would you want that would like, also as in to not um, as in to not update i don't know like if if it's like you know uh, a non you know online focused game or or something or there's a you know a well, patch I, or a feature that I, I don't like in, in I, a future I might update. tag along that I would like the ability to toggle between specific updates oh, yeah, yeah that, that was that was like, another yeah. another point to that yeah like a rollback kind of thing yeah. yeah 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 because like I'm someone that likes to do like dumb speed runs and challenges in games that I love and it's a bit annoying when I have to like completely uninstall the game and reinstall it and make sure it doesn't update if it has updated at all before so i can you know make sure that there are specific parameters that'll yeah. work and like yeah. i don't get me wrong it's not it's not a bad thing that the games are being updated and fixed it's good it's just if i had the option to you know go like hey i want to play a previous version of the game that'd be cool yeah 
and I get that like the part of that obviously part of the reason they don't do that is developers on on console at least would be worried about you know people using exploits and stuff that they fix but it you know you know obviously yeah. it would disable network features and maybe you could have it disable trophies and stuff if you haven't got the latest update um like it'd be fairly painless to implement for the most part I think mm. um not too yeah. sure yeah but yeah finer update control in general would be good nice Jordan um or did you this is a bit of a weird one, one okay. but uh I would actually like proper keyboard and mouse control for UI only not not necessarily for games you know you can do it on a per game basis but you know uh, my biggest issue with uh, Xbox UI is because it feels so much like Windows it just feels like it's made for keyboard and mouse and not a controller because you have to like click a million buttons to go down or whatever that's a mm. pain in the ass so if you had like the, that tile based UI that we have on both platforms admittedly you know but you know freaking uh, PS4 is it less so because you scroll one way rather than look through a bunch of tiles and get a headache because uh, nothing is anywhere where it's supposed to be um it it would be really nice if you could like have to be able to control that UI with a keyboard and mouse. So you know, I open my games library and I just click the game. You know, move the mouse, click the game that I want to do instead of having to you know tap the button a few times to like navigate it properly. But that's just it's just something that I've come off of as a PC person because I'm used to that now because I have all my games set up like that on my Windows Start menu. Mm. Nice. Um. Alright, the other one I'm going to go with, and this is more of a cosmetic sort of thing, but I really hope uh, that when the PS5 launches, and I just want to double check something because I think I might go a little bit early here with this one. So I just want to check. Okay, no, I'm I'm actually a little bit late. Uh, I was going to say that I want... um, I would love for them to release a 25-year anniversary uh, PS5, like like launch PS5, in that grey colour with the colour PlayStation logo. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but I think, yeah, having a look here, the PS1 released in ni- on 3rd of December 1994, uh, but it, what, it didn't come out in North America until 95. Um, yeah, because remember those 20th anniversary ones that came mm, out? Yeah, yeah, the like ones that go for like five grand now or whatever. Yeah, sexy as. Um, I've got one of the controllers, but yeah, I, I, I'd love them to sort of have a bit of a throwback to that uh, scheme. Uh, yeah, because in Australia, it launched on the 15th of November, 1995. So that's, um, you know, so I guess the North American, European and our markets would be 25 years. But um, yeah. But you yeah. never know, like, they haven't shown off the console yet. It might literally just be a PS1 <laughs> chassis. Um, Honestly, that would be really cool. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine, like, if you were actually able to, like, pop the top open and put the disc in? Oh, yeah. that would be so awesome. Yeah, I'd, I would, and yeah, I'd love them to use that colour, you know, that that red, yellow, and greeny blue. Or, or, or the world played blue. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's uh, one one little thing that I would like. Nice. Kieran, you on? I would love for either of the next gen consoles to have multi-screen support and mm. multi-app support with either you know multiple screens or picture-in-picture, so that 
you know, I could play something while someone else watches something on a separate screen or in a separate window. Or, you know, is that so people could play along with Let's Plays and stuff. And, like, obviously you can do that with TVs yeah, to yeah, some degree. Yeah. But, like, having the console, you know, run a game and an app side by side would be handy, especially if you could do it on multiple displays. Yeah, that that would be cool. I don't think it'll happen. Only because of a leak, which we'll talk about later, mm. which only showed one HDMI yeah. board and nothing else. Yeah, that's why it's a it's a it's an either or. You know, mm. probably not the Xbox, but it'd be cool if the PlayStation had dual HDMI or something like that. Mm. Um, really cool. Or or even could send a wireless display to another display. Yeah, which I guess we we might even talk about that a bit later as well with um one of the. Um, community members suggestions yeah. that they had. Yeah. Uh, Jordan? Yeah. Uh, so one that I would like is I would like for all games, at least on the if they're a multiplayer game that has a PVE side, all games that have cross-platform. Yes. Uh, it is Please. very frustrating when, you know, me being a predominantly PC player and I'm like, oh, I want to play these games with all you guys and it's like, oh, you know, you're on your platforms and yeah. fair enough if you chose the wrong platform. But, um, yeah. you know, it'd be really cool. It's why I like Minecraft because, you know, we can all play because, you know, it's all cross-platform. We, but And we it, do that all the time. We, we have, use that cross-play yeah. so much. <laughs> it's so good. But uh, in addition to that, I would like it if there was um, one chat platform that all all the platforms mm. could use say like discord or TeamSpeak or something okay in in addition to their proprietary party chats right so op- like so optional chat apps yeah i like that yeah nice um two things about yours discord was actually one of my uh things nice. i wanted from from next gen but I'm gonna play Devil's Advocate a bit, and I don't, I don't get the huge fuss around crossplay. Like, I do get it, but so that's because you don't play games, let alone games <laughs> with people. <laughs> I just find, but that, like, like uh, one of my biggest frustrations I, is I with saying, for me, like, like I see it as more of a, as a, no, not, I'm not a business person, but like, as, like, why would the brand do that? Like, why would they, if you want to play, uh. FIFA with your mates, and mm. the, and your mates have a PS4. That's a, that's mm. a reason for them to buy a PS4 kind of thing. I guess that's where I see it from. Um, yeah, maybe I'm just one of those people that just. I think yeah. I guess like to to counter that, if if your console is relying on you know forcing people into buying a machine just to play with other people, then maybe it's not. You know, maybe it should be good enough for people to want to buy it in the first place, kind of thing. Yeah, I worded there, that terribly, but you know what I mean. Cases, yeah, there are also but, cases where it's like that, you know, money and stuff and blah blah blah. Yeah, but, and, and there are also cases where people are just not going to bother getting it on the other platform because it could be a matter of hey, I don't want to do the work that I did in this game again. That's mm. my biggest frustration with doing all the stuff in Monster Hunter again because I did it already on P- PS4, but now I'm doing it on PC because mm. that's my preferred platform. Oh, yeah. He's a also, it's a, it's a reason. F- oh, sorry. No, no. no okay, I was gonna say he's a he's a. I should have, should have done this in in prediction. No, I should not because this is a stupid prediction. But what if, what if when you bought, you say so you you walk into JB and you buy 
fucking Call of Duty 2020, right? Mm. But it comes with uh, a copy, uh, sorry, like one disc that is readable on both no. the Series X. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so exploited. <laughs> um, I don't hate the idea like I, I I see where you're going with that that's more like so it's not it's not opening up crossplay exactly mm. uh, but it's you, allowing um, you know if you have an Xbox and you want to play FIFA with that you just chuck the disc in to your Xbox kind of thing see like, that like what a that, one size fits all kind of thing yeah what's that what that what that parallels is like what that that kind of is is a would, would shift the industry from being like you know, obviously having you know software exclusives and stuff and yeah. being more like DVDs which is like a universal format and mm. the manufacturers are just manufacturing different machines to play them mm. um, and I the, the the gaming industry I think would be much better like that but it's not and I, I think uh, I think something I literally just thought of is so one of my biggest grievances with console gaming is needing to subscribe to Nintendo Switch Online or mm. PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold to play online. I think that's stupid. So they could justify um, those subscriptions by removing the need for them to play online with that subscription specifically. But if you had that subscription, you still get your free monthly gains, but it also enables cross-play for you. So, so, right. so, so they so still get so in that cash flow as an extra perk for PS Plus and stuff. You get no, no, it's, no, no, no. It's not an extra perk. It's just so uh, you're able to play online, whether you have a subscription or not. Yeah. But you cannot crossplay if you don't have a subscription. Yeah. So if you buy the membership, you get crossplay. Yeah, you get crossplay and the free games like you normally do. Yeah. yeah what yeah. if? So what if it was? Perfect. What if it was like you know if you if you buy an Xbox game and you play against people on xbox it's free but if you want to play against people on playstation you have to pay like a playstation fee or like, like a t- like, like a toll <laughs> like a toll <laughs> yeah, every game it's like you know your, your xbox just pulls out an fpos machine you swipe your card yeah. and five dollars gone every game <laughs> Crossplay tolls yeah like that uh, that's that that's actually scary because i can imagine that sort of being a thing by you know all those companies that love to like playstation them. doing that like hey we'll play you know we'll let you yeah. we'll let your xbox people in but you've got to pay pay us well, yeah. or nintendo doing it but you need five different adapters to make the machine work in the first place uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a yeah that's good i like that <laughs> 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 oh god um yeah i don't know i just don't get cosplay i guess i guess i've never really probably had that be a thing where I've been like, oh, hey, you're going to play this. Mm. Oh, I can't get it on Xbox or PC or whatever. Because uh, generally, I guess the group of friends that I have, um, mm. which is not many now because I don't really play that many, that many games online, but we always sort of coordinate, yeah. you know, what platform it is. You know, so if we're playing Destiny or whatever, it's, you know, it's PS4 or Division or whatever. Yeah. It's just one of those things where, like, obviously from a software perspective, the publishers and stuff want as many people playing their game as possible. Mm-hmm. So opening that up is good, but then the the hardware manufacturers obviously want people on their platform. All right. And yeah. sometimes a hardware manufacturer like Xbox might be in a position where they can't really lose any more than they are. Here's, so they open it up. Here's another. Here's another um, idea. What if? Mm. Let's just so say you place bought... the Xbox with a Looney Tunes character. Done. 
what if you <laughs> bought okay let's just say fifa again so fifa 20 or you're FIFA obsessed with fifa right and you bought on ps4 yeah and then your mate goes oh hey i've got a you know i just, I just bought an xbox i've got fifa like you want to play you could go yeah. to ea's website right submit yeah. your receipt and you could buy like a code or whatever for like 10 bucks the crossplay toll well yeah, yeah, yeah crossplay toll um but you know but that or like you know they would give you a um yeah like when you could if you've if you prove that you could buy that you bought the game that, mm. that almost I reminds guess, me of uh yeah. back in the day when the vita was still a thing where they had cross buy where if you bought a game yeah it came with a code for either the play yeah. like the playstation 3 version or the vita version depending mm. on which platform the, the original purchase was on still getting money because yeah. I guess I guess that's one thing where they miss out on if is if you if we have that uh, universal 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 <laughs> <laughs> universal disc, um, you know, is it, I guess your sales are halved almost. Um, yeah, yeah. So if yeah, toll. Yeah, uh, toll. Ma- anyway. Just monetizing monetizing crossplay, making it accessible only to like wealthy the one percent <laughs> wealthy yeah that's not crossplay that's luck crossplay <laughs> uh nice uh all right where were we up to i think was it uh, i think it was i think it was my turn was it yeah, yeah jo- jordan it just yes jordan did crossplay yeah C- cosplay, cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> every console needs cosplay you need to well, be able to skin no. them like your favorite character oh, so it's me because it goes me you jordan but you can go because I actually can't remember what, what the one I was going to say. Cosplay, wasn't it? Yeah, cosplay. <laughs> if you could cosplay, if you could buy like, like little little costume kits for your yeah. console. Yeah. Dress your Xbox up as a better console. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. Anyway, you go and I'll think about what um, I was going to say. I actually only had, had one more, uh, I guess, like little feature that I would appreciate being a, a part of next gen consoles and that's wireless charging that would be uh, cool. either you know either the kind where you, you you drop your controller not probably not drop it but, you know place your controller on top of the console no, and it charges. you gotta yeet it towards the console <laughs> or like you know I, there's uh, there's been a, a little bit of an, an uptake in in like over the air charging as well so that'd be, also be cool if you know have your controller close enough to the console it charges automatically because mm. controller batteries are the bane of my existence even though they're all in a charging dock mm. um so yeah if that's but how would okay if, if you if you ha- if it had to be on top of the the console how would that yeah. work for people that have like small you know yeah. or that fit them in tv stands and stuff like that get a bigger well, tv fuck stand em. duh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's why over the air charging would be cool but that's a bit of a pipe dream i think for mm. something so soon is it would you consider that um I guess when we talk about the price of the consoles, which we'll talk mm. about soon, but is that more of a added cost that you could go without? Like, is it really that much of a pain that you have to plug them in or put them on one of the charging docks? Yeah, I mean, if if they asked me, to, like, if it added significant cost, I'd probably go without. But all right, this is a wish list, mate. This is what true, I, I know, you know. No, all right, don't, another thing for you. Don't shit a, on my dreams. <laughs> Question for you: You know how you can buy? Sorry, you can yeah, you go like um, Apple or whatever, and you you can sort of customize your uh, Mac. Would yes, you like, I would love it. Oh, an I gamepad. Would you like the option to be able to customize your console? So let's just say you want to 
get like a four terabyte drive inside it you could like that you know you could pay more to get that uh, drive or you yeah. could add, add things like wireless charging um i'd yeah. like that yeah that's pretty cool isn't it i need mean, like just thought so just, you just basically want the pizza of consoles so you know and you know, of course you know there'd be like a weight because they gotta basically fucking do it um but yeah, where are you going like, that pizzas have wireless charging <laughs> don't you want to know <laughs> brasses um, <laughs> what? Wrong kind of cheese, pizzas. mate. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's throwing me a little bit. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you can customize. It. What else? What else could you could you customize? I guess you could, you could include like a like a pro controller included. Um, yeah. Don't know. Uh, yeah, a disc tray. Like maybe they'll make that an optional thing. Yeah, so yeah, you could go digital only kind of thing. Um, and even like the thing that you said, Karen, uh, like a dual or a second HDMI port. Um, all right, don't give them too many ideas. Yeah, no. For fucking charging us more money. <laughs> uh, all right, so mine, which I've now also forgotten again because I've spoken about that was oh okay one thing i do want and uh, again this is more of a, a look kind of thing uh i would love for more games to embrace dynamic themes <laughs> which i know is a tiny little thing but i'm sick of <laughs> oh i same... don't care about crossplay with dynamic themes yeah <laughs> let's go for it mate <laughs> <laughs> fuck right, fair call um and I hate when pre-order themes, you can't buy pre-order oh, themes. This again. I know this again. I want this I to thought, change. So what you're saying we is left this in 2019. Your next-gen wish is for the Sinking City and and A Plague Tale <laughs> for, for the pre-order themes to become normally purchasable. I, got, I, went, I bought a Hong Kong account. Well, I didn't buy it, sorry. I, I, like, I set up a Hong Kong account, uh, put like 100 dongs in it or whatever you put in. Um, Hong Kong have. I Hong love Kong, putting dogs in my account. Hong Kong dollars or whatever, which I think was like thirty bucks or something, and I managed to buy the theme. So I've got the Sing City theme. But what I about the Blake Tail? Any? No, I can't find it anywhere. No one sells it. Not in the black market. Not for all the Hong Kong dogs in the world, mate. No. I reckon the, if there was crossplay, you know, it'd be on there now. Just, just in general, I want that fucking that part of the store of, of the PSN store. I want that re- regulated. I'm sick of seeing those stupid ass <laughs> bloody themes from Five Pajamas or whatever they're called, and it's like Wolf and it's a bloody Reaper and it's a fuck, it's a hot rod. Five Pajamas? What? I don't know, isn't that the name of the <sighs> seller or something? You know how there's always those themes? And they clog up the it. fucking store, or I want like a filter so you can be like, <laughs> I want like an official sort of thing. What, what, what he wants is next gen, he wants a theme with six pajamas. No uh, games, only themes. That's it. That's what I think. Theme station oh, five. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hope you're listening. I can't believe we just let you go on a rant about themes. Pitbull. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. This segment he, about next I'm gen. pretty sure he started the podcast like almost two years oh no, almost a it's year just ago. Just to signal boost his fucking <laughs> <Yes>. theme politics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Keep pulling six out of games unless it's about themes. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's uh, 
That's one thing I want. <laughs> you know you? what? You know what? Here's my next one. I want the next generation to not have themes at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. a black screen. <laughs> it just says go. Bring back the PS2 theme. Th- screen theme. Actually, you can you can probably buy it, can't you? As a theme? Yeah. Yeah. Can you? I think, you, yeah, I'm pretty sure there is one. It's nice. pre-order exclusive just for PS2. <laughs> yeah, you only got it if you pre-ordered a PS2. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> fucking yeah. oh my god <laughs> alright so that's why you only wanted a, uh, Kieran and I not a fourth person so there's only two people to, to burn on you huh you should uh, you should feel my heart right <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan right. you got another one uh, not at the moment so maybe get a Kieran I'll try to think of another one I'm I'm like done. More. I'm I done with this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get your wish. I had more, but I can't. Aladdin and the 40 themes. I didn't write them down, though. That's. That's bad. That's terrible. Terrible planning. I actually like. Like, all of my. All of my next gen wishes are basic shit. Mm. I want more pixels. Mm. More speeds. I have to more. say, something that I, I would kind of be interested in for the consoles. Is you know how you know you always buy a console and you can say, ah, it's a one terabyte console and you start it up. Literally on this this same train of thought right now, Jordan. I was going to interrupt you, and I have now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hot swappable hard drives, right? That would be cool, but my my train of thought's a bit different. So you know how it always is. (laughs) So you you know how when you like you know you first start up a new console, it's like oh it's one terabyte, and you open it up and set everything up and you've already lost like 100 gig to OS. Oh, yeah. It would be cool if they had a separate drive that you can't put anything else on dedicated to OS so there could be as much storage as possible on um, on the you know proper storage drive. Yeah. And you could also make that OS drive faster so the OS can be as responsive as possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's... How much does that's the OS take? A separate drive for the themes. Well, I, I could... An actual anecdote, I remember when I got my 2 terabyte <laughs> Xbox One S, before I installed anything, uh, I was at like 1.8 terabytes. Yeah. Actually, putting the putting the OS on a separate drive might not be the best idea because I was I was actually saying to, uh, to Zach today, for the last like six months, my PlayStation hasn't been letting me upload <sighs> yeah. screenshots to Twitter and I haven't been able to figure out why. Like I've you know signed in and out restarted linked to different twitter accounts whatever and it's just like just stopped working and as far as i could tell it wasn't a feature they removed or anything like that um and then today i fig- i realized that my my ps4 had run out of space for notifications and so i had to delete them so that it could then publish screenshots to twitter and notify me about them God. so <laughs> limiting that Limiting space for the UI by having it on a separate drive might not be great. Because that's a dumb thing that happened. Or, surely, there has to be, like, a setting that, like, re- that flushes out all the old notifications after 30 days. You think or... so, but it couldn't tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you filled your hard drive so much that he couldn't Not even my hard drive. Just It was just, like, a weird, like, OS limit. Yeah. Well, didn't we have this conversation when we spoke about tabs and you have like 848 tabs open on your phone or something? Yeah, I... Yeah. Well, there you go, mate. Like, you need to... 
Declutter. There you go. You, that, you that's need, Kieran's next gen wish. Limitless like tabs on consoles. Less like yes. Xbox UI. I want everything my I do on my next gen console to open in a new tab. <laughs> um, Every time I save my game, I want it to put that in a different tab and then start a new one. One that uh, one more that I wouldn't like uh, themes. Yes, correct. Uh, is themes exclusive to pre-ordering themes? Shut up. Is <laughs> I guess backwards compatibility. Uh, and for, but for older games, uh, yeah, yeah. So I think I, everybody wants that. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought I'd just bring it up. Uh, but yes, you know, PS One and PS Two are probably the two main ones. PS Three would be nice, but I've still got a PS Three somewhere. Hmm. Uh, any reason, like even even PS Four, like any reason for people to just have one machine? Yeah, and I and I guess when I say that, I'm because I'm not too sure if what I'm saying is what people are thinking, but like, it means I can put the PS1 disc in the console and it plays. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. The, See, the that's emulation. a tricky one. Or even yeah. if it like directs you to like the store, like, like it goes, you've obviously got this disc. Yeah. But then I, I think guess... like, if it can go as far as recognizing the disc, then you might as well just, it might as well just read the disc because yeah, true. obviously it's, it's got the, the technology in there but that's yeah that, that one's tricky because obviously the the ps1 and the ps2 use different laser setups and stuff hmm. i think i assume oh, they oh, do oh. well um, i guess they're i guess they're different discs well ps1 games certainly are yeah um or even if you and, if in like the the app store of oh no sort of you know on like the apps section there's like a almost like an official emulator Mm. like a built-in like yeah classic or whatever. i know yeah. i know plenty of people would be happy to repurchase games like fairly cheap mm. if they could and just play them digitally no, but, that's why I, mean, I love the vita because i could relive all my ps1 memories yeah for like yeah, five but, bucks each on a handheld thing yeah i mean they started doing that with the ps4 with ps2 games but nobody bought them and so they stopped so i guess that's the other side of it yeah but i mean people have already got them you know what i mean like yeah that's like that's like you know and how much i don't remember the cost but i think it wasn't uh, like 15 bucks they weren't yeah. crazy expensive yeah like, but that's still like you know if you want to buy half a dozen games that's still like 60 bucks isn't it no yeah really? this is why you need crossplay. Eight, no, yeah, <laughs> no it's 90 bucks yeah I don't know. I think yeah. I think to do it right you've got to have like dedicated hardware mm. in there for everything because you know yeah i don't know i mean i i like oh yeah i don't know enough about that sort of side of the technology about how the the games run and that sort of thing so um anyone got any other ones anything you hope that the ps4 sorry the ps5 uses dualshock 4s has it has it been confirmed i don't know has it i hope it it doesn't or was it rumored i think the only thing that's been confirmed is that the i guess dualshock files will work on the ps4 but that was kind right. of, kind of assumed because the DualShock fours work on the PS3. So and I th- yeah yeah they do. Ah, nice. I never knew that. Yeah, I like. I think provided they don't change anything radically, they they should still work if you really want. To. For at the very least, you know, because it's already more or less been confirmed that it at least run PS4 games. You mm. know, so if say you want to run a PS4 game. 
just use the DualShock 4 if you don't need the extra functionalities that they might add to the DualShock yeah. 5. Yeah. But hardware like that, Kieran, and you might probably know the answer more maybe, that that's, a, that's more of a moneymaker, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess because the consoles themselves don't make a lot of money unless until a certain point, um, to my knowledge. So, yeah, I guess taking away that sort of cash cow... Um, yeah, don't know. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean that's why PlayStation and Xbox released so many freaking different colors of controllers yeah. and stuff. It's just yeah. I don't think anybody really needs that many controllers. No, I think I've got six. Yeah, love it. But yeah. Mm. Um. All right, let's get, go to a couple um, community replies. Let me just quickly go to it. I know that, yeah, so just circling back a little bit to the one that I think, uh, Kieran, you said about car, about wirelessly displaying stuff. Mm. Um, I guess this sort of ties into Daniel Markowitz, Markowitz, his reply. He says he hopes the new consoles have integration with Google and or, or Alexa devices. Um, and I guess if they do have that uh, Google functionality yeah you know maybe you could cast um there's like a cast yeah option. so if, if you have a chromecast maybe it'll you know if it syncs with the, with the chromecast but i guess the only thing that probably uh means that's probably unlikely is the stadia um mm. whether they want to keep that sort of feature for like themselves kind of thing um yeah, I guess uh, with what Daniel is saying is, you know, I guess you talk to the controller or the console or whatever, um, and you say, you know, yeah. turn on Godfall or turn on. Yeah. Well, there's there's rumors that the DualShock Five has a a microphone in it. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that's, that's just that's just for the FBI to listen to you. Because <laughs> um, yeah. As he does say, that there are other other Sony products do have that Google Assistant and you know that Google sort of integration. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a Sony Google Home. Yeah. So. so yeah, and the Xbox has um Google. Oh, right. It? I don't know. Google Home integration now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, yeah, I think it might. Oh, okay, well, there you go. So maybe I'm lying then. Oh, sorry. I was thinking about the casting then for a second. No, yeah, no, no. I no guess you're lying. Uh, you're absolutely lying. Terrible. Um. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Zach. What if Google Home could have themes as well? I was kidding. <laughs> Mate, stop. <laughs> you, I just don't know if I can control myself. Um, <laughs> another one that another person has commented is Colin Jackson. Shout out to the Jackson family. My cousin. Not really my cousin, but shout out. <laughs> Confirmed. Um, uh, he wants backwards compat- compatibility with last gen. Uh, which I think in that other thread that we started, Jordan, I was actually, I was quite surprised at the amount of people that voted for PS4. Because, um, you know, like I said, I think to me, backwards compatibility is older games, not so much. Yeah, like See, I, I think the thing with that is because people are used to uh, how it is right now, they'd rather not have to keep their PS4 around and just use the one unit for those two yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've already I, I, got the other stuff set up for the older games. I get that, but yeah. Um, 
yeah, I guess, m- like, my mind goes to, yeah, to, like, the older games. Uh, he also says he would like the ability to bring forward digital libraries. So, I guess, if you bought digital games, um, yeah, you know, on, on the PS4, then they'll transition yeah. to the PS5. Well, well hopefully, if, um, if I guess, like, the backwards compatib- compatibility works the way that... Mm everyone wants it to well they should really where everything just plays mm. then that should be a thing yeah uh, the only the only way that wouldn't work is if they intentionally fuck it up with the software because yeah in terms of hardware it's basically identical just more powerful that's it um and the other thing that he would like is more usb ports and he's very emphatic about wanting more U- usb ports uh do, do, do you know how many usb ports are on the pro are there any at the back three Three. There's one on the back. Yeah, the yeah. I thought there was yeah. one on the back. So, and this is yeah. So I asked, but you know what? What does he want more USB ports for? Um, because I think yeah, I, I think three is probably three is a, a good amount, a fine yeah. amount. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, he's saying you know one's taken by his wireless he- headset, the other from a hard drive. Um, you know, and then he's got one for PSVR. He's got that kind of thing. So I do kind of see. Well, that like yeah. I mean, I, that... I I think a good way to do it would be like the three USB three point USB ports that we currently have, and then additionally a USB C if you have yeah. anything that needs that as well. Mm. Yeah, and and a and a change up of how certain things work. Like I like I briefly mentioned it before, but hot swappable hard drives would be better than having USB ports. Mm. Um, or you know, having proper Bluetooth technology for wireless headsets mm. would be better than having you know making people use dongles and yeah and stupid shit like that. Well, I think mine plugs in. That's oh, good. Oh, no, I've got the Astro, so they yeah, so no, they yeah yeah, so they plug in the back of the of the PS4 there. And I've got, yeah, I've got a USB f- uh, like a uh, can't even find a word. Like a cooling tray. Um, oh, the, the, like the a, fan like hub thing. Um, right. And a USB that I did all my screenshots on. So, yeah, so all three of mine are taken up. But I don't think I've ever really needed more than three. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever needed. See, if you... I guess if they were to do keyboard or mouse support properly, it would make more sense to have more than three. Because when you start at factoring in all that, you know, it adds up quite quickly. Mm. But uh, if if they if it's not a thought in their mind, then there's no real need. Actually, Kieran, with you got an Elgato, yeah, yeah, that requires USB port, yeah. No, well, no. yeah, but not from the console. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so okay, so USB go, goes into the computer. Okay, cool. Mm. Uh, yeah, because I was gonna say that that would probably be the only time I'd need a a fourth if I had those things plugged in. Cool. Um, well, I I guess it makes sense if you had the. Because aren't they making aren't they making capture cards that can record uh, a little bit of gameplay themselves and then you can offload it later? So I, I would assume that would go off USB. What do you mean? Because the one I, I think one of the later Elgato cards that's coming mm. out, um, you don't need to plug it into a PC of any kind. Like it can record. I don't know how long it can record and at what quality. Oh, so it's just got internal storage. Yeah, yeah, and then you we would or, need a. Yeah, it, it, would, it would need, need a USB then. Yeah, because it would still be taking the input from HDMI. Yeah. Oh right. Anyways, okay. okay. So the actual unit. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Now I get what you're saying. I had no idea what what you're saying there. Um. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think like you know, there's no harm done in more USB ports. One of the other things I was going to suggest is the ability to um, toggle maybe the capture quality, um, which you might be able to do. Like, I'm not too sure if you can. Yeah, do I don't think so. Because on the but pro, yeah, that would be the, handy. Because on the pro, screenshots are automatically 4K if the game is 4K. Um, and I think uh, what's is footage 1080 at 60. Uh, I think it's 30. I don't think 30. it's 60. Um, um, yeah. Or maybe on the Xbox it's 60. Something's on the 60. I swear something's 60. No, I, th- I think it's 60 because when I recorded some Iceborne footage that I never actually ended up using, it was definitely above 30. Okay. I, I, I think quality. it's the regular PS4 and the Slim are 720 60 and the Pro is 1080 60. Right. But um, but yeah, that's a that's a good point about the screenshots being able to toggle resolution for those because the, well, be cool, like, the amount of times I've uploaded ten megabyte images to wellplayed.com.au. <laughs> yes, but like it would be cool. So, Kieran, you might know now if you've got everything installed for your new graphics card, uh, the GeForce Experience UI. Well, like yeah, you, you can bring up and like change all the settings like on the yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool if like if the new DualShock controller still has the share button, where like how it brings up the menu, you can change the settings before you uh take the image itself. Mm. Be cool if you could go back to where you were playing in a like ten minute window when you press share. Actually, that's one thing I want from and this I guess. Uh dials back into the xbox ui but those Themes. little features of screenshots and stuff they've got to tidy that up i feel like you have to well i think you do have to pause the game every time to take a screenshot you have to you know have to double double push that uh xbox yeah that's stupid icon. Uh, whereas at least on the dualshock 4 you can sort of hold the share button for three seconds or whatever it is and and you, you can change what you can change it yeah do. so like yeah you can have it so like if you double tap it starts recording or you know if you hold yeah. it that's when it starts recording so yeah it's cool cool things like that would be nice especially on xbox where you want to avoid using the ui as much as possible oh, and it will i mean like it takes you out of okay so the xbox this is i think where i'm getting confused the ps4 pro i don't believe does 60 frames um but the xbox one x does so the Xbox One X uh, captures 4K resolution up to, at up to 60 frames. So, mm. there you go. Whereas the PS4 right. doesn't really say; it just says it records at 1080p. Uh, I can't, I can't find, I can't find any, anything about. But going on the Xbox UI, that UI is so bad that on the Xbox app on PC, it's still slow and unresponsive. It just. I just hate how it takes you, like, you have to sort, yeah, you have, every time you want to take a screenshot. And because, you know, we do reviews and stuff, you know, you've got to try and take as many yeah. screenshots as possible. Um, yeah, so basically we want the consoles to cater better to our specific use case. Yeah, well, just like... As game Like, if you hold reviewers. that button that's got the two squares on it, I don't even know what you did, like, like the options button. On, I just hit the back button. Um... You know, if you hold that for five seconds or whatever, three seconds or whatever, you know, it takes a screenshot automatically, not this double tap, and then and then why? Um, Actually, what would be cool is if you could uh, change what file format your screenshots come out in. 
So you can okay. choose mm. whether you want to do okay. PNG or J or JPEG. How about how about this? You know you know how like a lot of modern phones have like that best shot feature. Yep. So what if you like hit? What if when you hit the screenshot button, it takes like five stills of like the last two seconds? Yeah, that'd be cool. And you just get to. The, go, my you know, my only problem them. with that is like, say your hard drive is so full. What if those five stills make it so full that you can no longer get notifications? <laughs> so, I'm just a little bit more reading here, and it looks like you actually can tailor your uh, recording quality. You probably can. Yeah, and I I think you can change the format of the image because anyway. Um, but just, Welcome just... to the Well Played Podcast, where we <laughs> wish for features that already exist, <laughs> like themes. <laughs> um, but speaking just very quickly back on the on the Xbox screenshot. So right now, if you want to know what game I'm secretly playing for review, go to my Xbox profile where I've uploaded a bunch of screenshots because for ages I could not figure out how to disable the auto load to bloody Xbox Live. Um, yep, right. You know, I could have just taken you know, the, the seven seconds to Google it, but I was like, nah, it's got to be in capture somewhere. No, nah, it's not. It's in like activity feed or something like that. But yeah, so there's a whole bunch of screenshots for the game I'm currently reviewing up on uh, up on you know to talk about <laughs> yeah good screenshots so I don't um, think that I even have you on Xbox well that's a bit sad isn't it someone messaged me last night about the screenshots shout out to that to that person big lucky robo he saw them oh yeah he goes how's redacted nice um and I, was I like, love that game I was like yeah, it's about as good as all the other redacted games. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Sick. You learn something new every day that you can actually... Because if you have the captured location as a hard drive, it doesn't auto-upload. auto So when I moved right. house... Right. When, when I moved house, I unplugged all the hard drives and stuff. And I didn't realize I didn't have the my little capture hard drive plugged into the to the Xbox, so yeah, it just kept uploading. I was like, "Why the fuck is it uploading? <laughs> Stop uploading!" <laughs> uh, and then I realized I didn't have the the old mate. Nice. Anyway, so yeah, that's what we want. You know, I, since, I want... since we're talking about features that already exist, though, how cool would it be if the PS Five and the Xbox Series X had network capabilities? Oh, that'd be Xbox nuts. not too bad. No, PlayStation. Oh my god. Every time I launch a PlayStation, it just can't Actually, connect. Yes. They need to overhaul that fucking PSN network. I don't oh, know how they're going to do it, or if it's even possible. But, for the love of God. B- burn it it's down, start it so slow. Just borrow Microsoft's. It's so slow. It's too And slow. while they're at it, they can do crossplay. Yeah, crossplay. Um, Sorry, cosplay. But yeah. Yeah, cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Cosplay. Actually, wait, um, would, yeah. it, would it limited edition consoles be cosplay in a sense? They're consplay. No, that doesn't work. I wish I didn't. <laughs> what if what if you could what if there was a well played theme? Oh. And it you, just played the podcast in the background instead of the menu music. How good would that be? And there was that well played blue tinge over everything. Or it's basically the every time you change um, like tab, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, 
All right, your answer what is this that, week. What does that sound like? Can you just demonstrate that for me? I'm just uh, paging through tabs. Can't. Can't. Oh, my <laughs> fuck. <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, cool. Let's move on. Uh, let's move on to some news. Uh, so there's not that much news this week, I don't believe, uh, unless I've missed anything. Uh, but I guess the biggest thing that I think was in the last week, or was, was this like a day after we did the last podcast? I think it was. Uh, it was the... Usually is. The the prototype leak uh, of the Series X console. It was actually. <laughs> um, yeah, which so someone's taken couple of snaps of the of a prototype xbox one x ah damn it of xbox series x and that's crazy speaking of old features that already <laughs> exist and yeah uh the back what do we think of the back was it just basically what you thought yeah yeah i was actually surprised to see that they got rid of the hdmi pass through but what is but what do they use that for though that was what? like originally intended for like people with like cable boxes and stuff. So I think they figure that everyone's using streaming services now. See, the thing is my, I, I know people that actually use that so they can, um, they don't have to like have a million things plugged into their TV. They all just go through the Xbox. So I know my cousin, Michael, shout out to Michael Pace. I'm pretty sure yeah. he, he puts his switch through the HDMI pass through. So he doesn't have to have it connected to the TV, which also allows him to have a bit of a neater setup as well. Crossplay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, okay. crossplay. Speaking of crossplay, damn it, Co- cross, crossplay. Bill, Cro- Bill Crosby. <laughs> yeah, I keep saying oh, crossplay. No. Um, <laughs> Shut up, Jordan. <laughs> um, Mate, I'm already censoring a bunch of stuff. I may as well add you, to it. Do you guys have the picture up of the back? Yeah. So uh, little... of of the oh, not of the Xbox. Hang on. Yeah, so get it up because you've got you. You're gonna love this. <laughs> <laughs> got your ports up. <laughs> the back of me. Um, yeah. You'll see the one big crack there. Um, <laughs> that's where the yeah. thong goes. So no, so that's yeah, so that that's the toll. That's a little toll spot where you put like twenty cents in. No, 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 no. Be- better yet, you know how the trolleys have those things where you gotta keep the coin yeah, while yeah, you use the trolley. <laughs> you put the coin in when you start the machine, and then when you pair that off, you can pull it out. Oh, that's good. Oh, I'm so glad we that we got to make that joke. Um, yeah, so two wow. USBs, uh, optical, Ethernet, uh, HDMI power. Uh, that one and in the middle, there, yeah, the the little coin slot there. That's probably going to be something that's just for the prototype. Yeah, but um, that uh, I think that's for debugging. Yeah, so I don't know what they're going to put there. What on the like final... to like put the spray in to get rid yeah. of the bugs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so you know, you know how cockroaches well, love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe that's, that's why the old cockroach mate, hole. Maybe that's why old mate wants more USB ports. So there's more places for the cockroaches to get in. Uh, yeah, so I'm not sure if they'll fill fill that space. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't really know what they would. Fill. Maybe a couple of USB ports for. Be Colin SSDs. SSDs. Would be good. Uh, yeah. So that, that you know what that's actually not a bad size for an M.2 port. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what that is. A really, really if, fast SSD. Imagine oh, if right. console manufacturers started selling memory sticks again. <laughs> uh, and then on the front, you got the button and the. <laughs> well, hang on. is that a button or is it just the Xbox logo? It looks like a button. Who knows? 
anyway, that, that, that's a, I'd say it's a button. Yeah, so you got the Xbox logo up in the top left there, which looks like the button, and then beneath that you got the disk drive with the eject button. Then you got a, a USB port in the bottom right, and then a third button. Which I don't know what that would be for if the power button's in the top left. That's why I was sort of maybe it's confused. for ejecting the cockroaches to get into the USB port. Maybe it's no, it's a it's a safely, debugging. You, you can you can safely eject this USB from. <laughs> um, yeah, one USB port on the front's odd. I thought they'd go. It's pretty top. normal. The, the normal Xboxes have one USB on the front. Yeah, but and they, ha- and they have two want... on the back. Yeah, but mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Surely you want them on the front. <laughs> no, not really, because you keep the one at the front for like plugging in your controller, and then the ones at the back for like your headset. And okay, well, what if you want to plug in like a hard drive for captures? Put it in well, the back. To, then, then, then you have to give it a reach around every time you want to unplug it. Mate, mm. everyone loves a good reach around. True. Uh, what do you think of the look? Does it look just like the the other pictures did? I, th- I, th- I think it's a bit dusty, which I guess is mm. appropriate. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so this story, uh, we don't really know where the pictures have come from. Uh, someone has yeah taken a couple of snaps of a of a prototype and then uploaded it online. Someone's actually uh, you can see the serial uh, cleaners day in there, and someone managed to add it to their Microsoft account, and it fully works. And uh, yeah, so. I'm not sure if that's the full... I don't think Microsoft have come out and said anything about it. I mean, I'm not sure what they would say. It looks uh, like the source The source came from NeoGAF. Yeah, but like, you know, was it a cleaner or was it a bloody, you know, employee or... And then their son is like taking a photo of it or something, you know. Um, yeah, not sure. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, no, sorry, I had to just ask that, so never mind. Uh, cool. Next bit of news. Uh, this was announced today. Is and I don't even know what this game is. Uh, Kieran, do you know about this game? Who wrote Papaton? <laughs> I'm gonna guess that was uh, that was Zach that oh, wrote Papaton. I did. I just realised uh, it's wrong. That's that's like the yeah. premonitions. That's probably Pap- why I've never Pap- heard of it. <laughs> Papaton two. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Patapon two uh, remastered uh, is finally coming out after being announced in 2017 for a 2018 release. Um, it comes out and like, well, it'll be out by the time this podcast comes out, actually. Um, so that's a nice little surprise. Well, so so it was a PSP game. Yep. Right. Yeah, I've never so they remastered the first one, um, and the Loco Roco games as well. Mm. But they, uh, yeah, it's just for whatever reason taking them this long to get number two up. Do you know what they should remaster? Sheepdog and Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> they should. Oh, they so should. They so should re. Hair. They should remaster um, some themes. <laughs> How cool that! But be? make them exclusive to pre-orders. Actually, yeah. Just one thing I've just thought of. With that, what if with the new gen consoles or next gen, sorry, uh, they were more friendly towards mods? Yeah, so, I so actually like one of the one of the things I did want to sort of bring up, but I guess I, I couldn't f- figure out how it would work exactly. Would mm. be um, the ability to download save files, which sounds like cheating a little bit, but um, 
I guess you, you could so do it in some get, way like, where maybe like, hey, like if you get a bug or something and you can't progress or. Yeah, no, just like just uh, I guess either the ability to like share save files with other people, which probably opens everything up to like a little bit too much openness. But um, mm. even like the ability, for, like even if the developers could supply, you know, safe like c- custom made save files for games, I just I just feel like uh, if if games want to compete with like want to be in the same spaces like movies and stuff, where you know you can sit down with your favorite movie and skip to a scene you like. Mm and like just watch that i think like if if i want to go back and revisit a game that i haven't played in ages it'd be good to be able to just download like a complete save file and just like dick around with it mm. um, I, guess, I, I don't guess, think that'll happen i don't know how it would work but it would be nice i guess some games do have that you know that chapter um, yeah so that kind of picture but i guess the game's gotta yeah have that or even yeah or even being able to like create multiple restore points for a game and just go back to them whenever you want Mm. But isn't that really just um, like having manual saves? So like yeah, game... but like system wide, I guess like 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 freezing like like emulators do. Yeah, like oh, being so able you want to save just... states. Yeah, I want okay. save states, but I also wanted them to be a little bit more open mm. as well. All right, cool. So Pata... Anyway, yeah, Patapon. 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 Came for that. Paps Mia. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Kieran. <laughs> um, Can you imagine, like, Surgeon Simulator oh or, like, no. Speaking no, Simulator? No, 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 I was going to no, go there, no, no, no. but even I was like, no. I, I think I might just censor this whole conversation. Guy call of Duty. <laughs> is, is this the uh, Real Play podcast or the Do Even Game, or the Do Even Game Boy podcast? Um, oh. Wow, that was actually pretty good. Um... Alright, the next one you've got here, Karen, is Final Fantasy VII. How to stop yep. Square Enix from cancelling. Oh, yeah, you're pre I did see this. This is really odd. This was strange because I actually, um, I didn't, I didn't know that they were doing this. I, so I've, for context, I have a pre-order of the collector's edition of Final Fantasy VII from the US Square Enix website because it sold out here faster than I could get it. Um, and I wouldn't have known that this was a thing unless I saw it on Twitter. Um, because I guess their emails went to my spam folder or something like that. But basically, rightly so. Yeah, <laughs> basically, if you if you Square have Enix. a pre-order of any version of Final Fantasy VII from the Square Enix store, they uh, allegedly sent out emails to everyone saying, "Hey, you need to click this link and say that you definitely still want this pre-order. Post the delay, or we'll cancel it." Which is super weird because it was a like a one month delay. Mm. and you would assume that everyone who you know went to the effort to pre-order the game from the official website still wants it and it would it should it should have i feel like it should have been more like an opt out than an opt in mm. yeah that's it is very very weird mm. uh, that they've done that um because yeah that i mean i excuse me no doubt some people are going to miss that email or that notification yeah yeah, well, that'd be like if, you know, if uh, you went to your local JB Hi-Fi and put a pre-order down mm. and then they delayed the game and then JB Hi-Fi was like, well, we're just going to assume that everyone doesn't want this anymore. Yeah. Just cancel all their pre-orders. Yeah. Unless they call us and be yeah, like, so hey. Yeah, so like the PS5, you know, that they go, you know, PS5 pre-orders are open and then they delay it and they go, okay, well, we're going to start from scratch. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just... Uh, um, and, and, th- and then you walk in day one, the console's out, and they go, no, sorry, you, you, you didn't uh, email us back saying that you wanted it, so we assume that you didn't yeah. want it. You're like, mate, like, yeah. it's out of luck. Just seems like an ex- it just seems like extra effort for no reason yeah. on both on the sides of both parties. Like, yeah. Yeah. super I weird. Do get little, and 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 bit. what what is more appropriate for a JRPG though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I do get why they would maybe do it, but I don't know why they do it that way. Yeah, like I think the way you, the way that you said. Um, no. Like a simple email blast being like, hey, by the way, this game got delayed. Here's a link if you want to cancel your pre-order. Or even like when they even made the bloody announcement. Because that, you know, you could have said, oh, the game's been delayed. Um, also, you know, click here or for news regarding pre-orders on Square Enix Store or something. Or Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Um, uh, Silent Hill... There's apparently there's a couple of Silent Hill games in development. That's another rumor that's been yeah. going around. Actually, that was it. Yeah, I remember when I told you a couple years ago uh, about this. Karen? A couple of years ago. Yeah, because I went I went back through our chat history to see when it was I I said this to you. It was 2018. Right. Look, yeah. if you had to look back through the chat to see when you said it to him, he probably doesn't remember. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. It, was, no it was ages ago. Well, I thought it might have been last year. Um, yeah. But it was the year before. Right, so it was a couple of years ago and, and they were like pitching to developers or like getting pitches. Uh, I was just told that, that... I was told by someone that there is a new uh, Silent Hill in development. Yeah, the so the so this actual leak from this, this, this Twitter account, Aesthetic Gamer, is which me. is the leak... The leak. <laughs> The leak that they're reporting on at the yeah. moment is basically that. So it says about two years ago, yeah. um, Konami was talking to various developers and getting pitches. Oh, it for, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a, a reboot and a, an episodic style ah. game. And so this leak basically says that that's happened, obviously, yeah. um, and they're in development. Um, and then Konami actually followed up this leak a day later and said that they have nothing to share but they are considering ways to provide the next title. Hmm. So See, that... and I'm actually here to announce two what additional things. There's another Silent Hill uh, pachinko machine coming. <laughs> and then there's also... an episodic pachinko machine. <laughs> and they're also teaming up with Koei Tecmo to make Silent Hill Warriors. Nice. Fuck, I'd play that. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah. I you know and that, like yeah. 10,000 pyramid heads. <laughs> I didn't know that that was, um, yeah based on yeah I, I just knew that I sort of only just read briefly that yeah there was two games um, that they were talking about um, yeah, yeah one was like a Until Dawn style kind of game yeah um, but yeah that I mean that sort of does line up with yeah that I guess the info that I was given right um, so ask this person for more leaks yeah I, well, I think this person is not in a position to share any more information now talk about Ruth Rough. yeah I know um cool uh and Dying Light Bad Blood is free for every owner of Dying Light on all platforms but um, it's only free for PC but if you have it on any platform you can get the game for free on PC right okay that's nice good. okay fair enough uh have you guys played Bad Blood 
No, because I have to pay for it. But now I can because uh, it's free. Um, have you got it? I, I do have the game, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I actually got a couple codes when it came out. Oh. I, I got to admit, I forgot it even existed. Yeah, well, we went... So, so did I until I was flicking through my Twitter feed and saw the article. I was like, that's interesting. Taylor and I went to play it and I couldn't find a game. Oh. So it was like, sweet. Um, that was like the end of that. Sick. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on to some off-topic very quickly. Anybody seen anything they wanted to talk about? Kieran, I watched Jojo Rabbit last night. Oh, what did you think? I loved it. So, such a beautiful movie. Yeah. And everyone was so good. Scarlett Johansson was just phenomenal. Oh my god, I hate to admit, but she was amazing in that film. Yeah, she did right. really well. Question for you. If you can yes, replace... I would watch it if they replaced it with Looney Tunes characters. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called, like, Jojo Bunny. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Rabbit. Yep, mm. I thought about that hard before I said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they, they could have Porky Pig and it would still be about the Nazis. Um. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Don't, are you super? <laughs> no, don't. Wow. Jordan. God. Um, uh, but yeah, so you rated it? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I want to watch it again, but it was just, it was an excellent movie. Typical Taika Waititi stuff. It's, Pretty light-hearted, but it knows when it needs to get serious. Yeah, and, you know it paced yeah. itself incredibly well. The thing I like the most about uh, Taika Waititi's films is that he doesn't care if they don't make sense. Like, like Jojo Rabbit is super loose. Like the yep. accents don't work most yep. of the time. I mean, he plays Hitler, <laughs> and he's not Aryan or German in the slightest. Um. It's just, yeah, he's like, whatever. Like, I'll still tell the story and it still works. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, if anything, it works better because everything's so far removed from reality that you're, like, invested. Yeah. I will say, I'm not going to say what happens, but that one scene here, and oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nice. I'm hoping to go see 1917 this Thursday. Oh, yeah? Um... Have they got a new album out? <laughs> oh, no, but thank you for reminding me. Breaking Benjamin's new album came out. Oh, oh Kieran, no. no. <laughs> a few days ago. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's just You know what I album. came for, though? 1917. <laughs> um, yeah, nice. Break, pretty good. My favorite band is Breaking Embargo. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've uh, did that <laughs> earlier. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, nice. No, pretty good. It's just, you know, same songs, but acoustic, pretty good. Pretty nice. Like, if you like the music, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Jordan. Yes. Question for you. Answer for you. Uh, have you heard of interspecies reviewers? What? Okay. I have now. It's 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 a new addition to Anime Lab because I was browsing Anime Lab. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's it's in the popular section, so people are obviously watching it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's about a human and an elf that travel. Uh, fantasy lands and visit their brothels and review the monsters in the brothels. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> that, and that is right up my alley. 
it's three episodes in, I think, and I haven't watched it yet. But I'm just talk. I'm just asking you now so that we can both watch it and report back next next that week. That is a great idea, and I like this collaborative effort we're doing. That okay, good. But speaking of anime, I did finally start watching something that's been on my list for a while. Uh, Dragon Pilot. I don't know what that is. Uh it's. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's basically it's it's a really quirky anime. anime, but it's about um, it's about this young girl that lives in a world where. They use dragons as, like, Air Force planes and stuff. Not all of them, but, like, the, some of the planes that you'll see around are, like, actually dragons that it is hidden. So it's just a, a rip-off of Dino Riders. <laughs> yes. But, no, it, it, it's pretty cool. It's uh, it, It's got some funny humor in it, which is nice. I've been enjoying Sick. it. And the, the dragons are super cute, so, yeah. Nice. Nice. Cool. Oh, is uh, anyone... You got anything else you watched or I've been watching no. Sex Education have you guys watched that oh is that good yeah man I actually really really dig the second season uh, first season I was like oh you know it's alright it's just just a good show to just to sort of kill time with um, but no I'm actually really really digging the second season it's really well done mm. it's, like it's, it's really well written and the actors are like a very good have, have you seen any of it no, no, I haven't. But I like it's it's on my it's on my watch list on yeah, and um, there's a really Netflix, cool story that I found it. out. Th- that's funny because I'm on some watch lists. Um, wow, wow. Um, <laughs> Next gen watch lists. The, um, the gay black character in it, right? Um, he's like phenomenal. He's awesome in it. He's, I'd almost say he's the best character of them all. Like, and his acting is great. Uh, apparently, he was so broke, uh, he couldn't afford. That he had to borrow money to catch the bus to go to the audition for this for this part. Wow! Um, yeah, and he like he just he's awesome. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just it's it's really cool. Um, nice. So you should yeah give it a watch. Yeah, but, cool. Yeah. Hopefully that part about that person is true, but because that's uh, secondhand information that I was told. So. I haven't, I haven't validated that claim. <laughs> just go talk to him, man. Like, just Google it like we do everything else on this podcast. <laughs> I don't want to hear I'm fairly certain. Um, did you did you get a theme with that for your... Fuck off. <laughs> the question is, when you watch that show, how does it make you feel about Trisha's Nadia? Yeah, I see it here. So... Yeah, it was on SBS six days ago. Uh, he was homeless before landing the role of SBS, not trustworthy. Um, yeah. There you go. Nice. Yeah, he's very good. That's cool. Um, I mean, yeah, not cool that he was homeless, but yeah. No, I um, was. I know, cool. oh, yeah, I know, I know. but um, I wish I was homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Uh, but you can... I, I, I guess I guess if you're homeless, you don't have to hear other people closing their doors super hard. Here we go. So my life before sex education was so different. To go to my audition, I had to get my friend so to give me 10 quid <laughs> so I could top up my Oyster card. Okay, I think it's weird that, that, that they call them Oyster cards, but... Oyster cards. <laughs> All right. I'm so broke, I can't afford oysters. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure why I found that so funny. Um, yeah, nice. Anyway. Alright, well, we might wrap it up there. 
unless you got something else. No, that's it. Cool. Sweet. I um, I'm gonna log off and go play Call of. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> oh, sh- I fucked that up anyway. Uh, Guy in a Call of Duty. Not Trish the Nadia. Nah, fuck that game. <laughs> so it has nothing on Guy in a Call of Duty. Nah. All right. Well, thank you for uh, listening this week. We hope you've enjoyed our next gen wish list and, uh, and and this train wreck of a podcast. I episode. hope you want themes as much as I do. Uh, when they do launch, you know, if, if if you ever have a theme that you're looking for, just check out, just check out the Hong Kong store. <laughs> They've got some good stuff. But uh, yeah, no, go to, if you want to check out all the content for Well Play, go to www.well-play.com.au. You can see all of our broken embargoes there, and um, yeah, some cool articles on Aussie games and a couple more reviews that will probably be live by the time you hear this. So, thank you. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Goodbye. Dylan is a power bottom.